0: Oh, yeah, man. It looked like it was a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. So we had to go out there for for Brooke's job, so I, I took a night and went down there to Universal Studios Hollywood, hit up all the houses, yeah. filmed all of them, did some walkthroughs for the channel, and well, there you go.
1: Well, what was cool, too, is that you actually got a media pass this time, and so yep. you
0: didn't have to, like, hide, like, a little GoPro on your no. chest or something. Did you, uh...
1: Yeah. You had a little contraption set up that you were planning <laughs> on using. Well, so
0: in Orlando, you can't film inside any of the houses, okay. right? And then, uh, in Hollywood, they just they don't care, and plus, I got a media pass, and they're just, it's all more official, right? Right, so right. So, you can do that in Florida if you get a media pass, but a media pass in Florida is harder to get, so. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, I did some walkthroughs with a gimbal and yeah, yeah, you're able to
1: like use one of your nicer cameras. Yeah. Like I said, instead yeah, that's of having cool. a, a GoPro strapped to your chest Super with, a hole, with a hole in your shirt. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did have that <laughs> contraption at one point. I've done that before. I would love to see that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, this is anatomy of a scene. Yeah. Last one was halfway to Halloween and now we are all the way to Halloween. Halloween. So I guess this is, uh, yeah. all the way to Halloween. This is Halloween.
0: <laughs> this is Halloween. <laughs> Come on, Drew. Let's do our thing. Yes. Pumpkins so, scream in the dead of night. Oh, no, oh, that's part of that song okay. Uh, (laughs) I haven't seen uh, it since I was probably 12. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. Uh, I think we have like three movies we want to talk about today. We're going to break down scenes in two of them, and then I think we're going to talk about one as a whole. We can talk about the other one as a whole as well, but I I think you were going to kick it off? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some stuff that's more... uh, (laughs)
1: What a... what are, you, what are you doing there? Oh, here? sorry. I'm eating I mean Halloween candy.
0: Oh. I'm trying to get into the spirit. Yeah, we got these uh, Halloween Skittles, Skittles that are delicious.
1: And no, we are not sponsored by Skittles. I wish.
0: That'd be really uh, cool. <laughs> that'd be dope.
1: But you know, there's, there's some movies that lend themselves better to talking about like an individual seat and some that are... Uh, can be understood a bit better talking about kind of the whole. So we're going right. to do a little bit of both on this. Uh, the first one I want to talk about, though, and this is probably one of my all-time favorite um, horror movies and probably my favorite zombie movie, mm-hmm. and that is 28 Days Later by Danny Boyle, who is one of my all-time favorite directors. He did uh, this movie called Sunshine, which is like the sci-fi. You know, they're trying to, like, restart the sun. Yeah. But then, like, in the last act, it turns into a horror movie. Danny Boyle is just – I think he's, he's awesome. And so he did this full-on horror movie 28 Days Later with Killian Murphy – And I want to specifically, there's a whole lot we can talk about with it. Like for, for, like, for instance, the, I think if I I believe this was the first instance of like fast zombies yeah I think right, right. up, up until now it'd been all like the George Romero slow-moving yep. big hordes of zombies and this one when you first finally see them, I think they're in like a, a tunnel with they cars are, and it's like a yeah. long and shot you see oh, these yeah. dudes just like running at them, and they're, and they're, like, like, they're like oh shit fast scary zombies yeah, yeah. um, but the, that was pretty good oh yeah it was it was, thank it you. was. yeah thank you could you. be a fast zombie thank you so much you're welcome <laughs> uh, but I think with this one what I really want to talk about is the opening scene and there are any aren't even any zombies in it. Uh but it's all about atmosphere Mm -hmm. and it's all about the setting and kind of like letting you know like, okay, that's what this movie is. Right. And what it does really well is it just it throws you in headfirst. Because the main character, Killian Murphy, I don't remember his name in the movie, but he wakes up in a hospital. <laughs> I mean, the first shot you see of him, he's laying in a bed. It's like a top-down shot, and yep. he's buck naked. Like, you can see his, his junk hanging out yeah. and everything. And so not only is he waking up and not knowing what's going on, he's also completely you're, – you're, you're most vulnerable when you're, you know, completely naked. In your birthday you suit. Know, yeah, in your birthday suits. Mummy. And, <laughs> and so he wakes up in this hospital, and he starts gradually, like, looking around like things are a mess. There's nobody there. And he throws on these scrubs, and he leaves the hospital and walks out into London, Right and shall we? we? Yeah, let's. We're, we'll throw on the scene first, and we'll kind of talk about it through, and then talk about it afterwards as well.
0: And we're going to link all of these in the description. Yes. So if you're driving, yeah, don't yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah don't, yeah, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> and then if you're listening, uh, have a watch with us. We're going to start now. This is 28 days later.
1: And so in this part, this is when he's first uh, in London. He's on uh, I believe it's, uh, called Westminster Bridge, which is right by. A big Ben no! and Parliament and stuff like that. And it's completely empty. And if you've ever been to London, you don't see that area of the city empty. Like ever. At all. Especially ever. these
0: wide shots. That's crazy.
1: Exactly. And that's that's one of the things they did in terms of filmmaking that's so smart is you know they, they had to, I read an article about this, and they had to shoot like first thing in the morning. They had to do it really, really fast because they couldn't block off areas for very long. And so, right. like you see here, there's like an overturned bus and there's garbage everywhere. So they had to do a lot really, really quickly. But they shoot a lot of wide shots, so there's no mistaking where no! they are. Yeah. And it really puts you in the place like well, they could have done a green screen or sure. whatever but it wouldn't have been as immersive well, as this it,
0: is it, it, not only is it immersive it does another thing as a filmmaker it makes him look like he's an ant size yeah yeah like he's, he's tiny he's Im- very small um, yep. in a lot of these scenes and that just shows how isolated he actually is yeah and again creates the, a lot of distance
1: yeah and a lot of vulnerability again right sure. like so he's yeah the only like moving living thing inside all these big buildings with trash it's like it, he's very vulnerable and very out in the open. and you don't even know yeah what he's so vulnerable
0: to yet sure and you've heard Hello Now three or four times, and the music just picked up. Um, and oh, the, the music's really. great. The soundtrack to this is incredible. Yeah. And Actually, that's the song. The intro theme song was what was playing at the that's right. start of the podcast today. That's right. And
1: it, it, it's a great song, and it, it builds as the information is being let out as well. Yeah. It starts yeah. small, and as he starts walking into the city and into, like, and we'll get into this in a second, and towards Piccadilly Circus, like, things get more intense, and you're going, like, okay, what is – going on and the music's like ramping up the whole time too right
0: yeah and again just making him look extremely small As he's walking through, you've heard Hello now, and the the film's been on for eight minutes. I mean, you're just as curious about what's going on with this guy as he is, you know? Mm -hmm. He has no idea after he got out of the hospital, so. Oh,
1: and by the way, the the music, the song is by this band called Godspeed You, Mm -hmm.
0: Black Emperor. Yeah, Godspeed You, Black Emperor. It's it's, it's on Pineapple Express. Seth Rogen makes a joke about it. He's like, he's probably listening to UV Black Emperor (laughs) and the fucking shins. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that line? No, but that's funny. I don't think I knew knew who they were.
1: yeah, so they're showing like a lot of like big famous landmarks in, in London. And actually, if you know London, it, the geography kind of doesn't make sense where he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you live, didn't you live in I didn't live, area? I lived in England. I didn't yeah. live in London, gotcha. but I've, I've been to London enough to understand that like first he's on the bridge walking mm-hmm. like towards Big Ben, but then he's on the other side of the river uh, sure. at St. Paul's Cathedral.
0: This candy's really good, man. Yeah, it is. I got like one sour one in with a sweet one. Was cool. But yeah, and then now he's like getting close to, to Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, and it's in, it's kind of intensifying, like, shots are getting a little tighter. Yeah, oh, yeah, this uh, car alarm goes off mm-hmm. and he's scares a good him. jump scare. But then it also,
1: like, that also helped wrap up the intensity. And then, look, like a ton more trash. And yeah, now so I start seeing, like, newspapers He's talking like, about uh-oh. what's going on. And he's like, the same good. And yeah, and then in the middle of Piccadilly Circus, there's always, like, missing posters around. And Piccadilly, Piccadilly Circus is like Times Square. Like, it's right. usually jam packed full of people.
0: Yeah, it's cool how they got these shots. Yeah. What's that line from Wayne's World uh, 2 when he's like, There's no animals and clowns. What a ripoff. <laughs> But this scene just does
1: an incredibly good job of setting up the location, letting you know kind of what you're in for.
0: Like, this is bad. Um, Yeah, and I love this little last push in there. Uh Uh-oh. uh Yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, And I'll be honest, I haven't seen that in a long time. I was actually, earlier before we we went live, uh, I was getting confused with Dawn of the Dead. Oh right, right, so right. That scene is that scene's really cool. I'm gonna have to watch that.
1: Yeah, the the rest of the movie is great too. Like I said, Danny, and it, like kind of once they escape London, like it's still a zombie movie, but it kind of takes on this extra layer of, you know, one of the things that's scariest for me in horror movies is not when there's, um, you know, ghosts or supernatural things. Humans are scarier. Yeah, to me than, than that kind of stuff because I don't really believe in ghosts like that. Kind More of stuff. realistic, but humans are terrifying It's because <laughs> we we've seen humans, right? And and actually, that that brings me to co- another point that since this movie came out, the imagery in the beginning there, you know, you can tell it's like the aftermath of of a catastrophe and something that we're you know we're all too familiar with the look of that now. You think about like the aftermath of nine eleven, and and so that kind of imagery is is scary to us, yeah, because we've had real world. Events that have have given us that feeling of like, oh man, everything is over you yeah, know yeah especially recently right yeah yeah. Uh, all the flyers of missing people you think about like ground zero 9-11 or all around yeah. new york there's a posters of like i'm looking for this person i'm looking for this person it's the same sort of thing and so like while i while this was made before nine eleven, it definitely was it 99 i, th- I want to say it was like 99 ish something like that fact if only there's some way to know for sure yeah there's got to be a website that will <clears throat> tell us that but the but it, it takes on this extra <laughs> layer some sort of i don't know movie database on the internet uh,
0: Some sort well, of internet gonna, movie i'm database. gonna i'm gonna try i'm just gonna but i'm not gonna spell it i'm just gonna put imdb and see if it works oh yeah give that a whirl okay. see, see if that works oh my holy shit oh is, I'm there, on. a, is there one out Dude. there we're both on there what <laughs>
1: <laughs> incredible um oh okay looking at my notes it was shot 10 days before 9-11 mother huh I didn't remember writing that note. That's really interesting. Uh, that's so, that's okay. Brutal. So when it came out, we were like in yeah. the throes of like the post sure. 9-11 stuff. Yeah. So, which again, yeah. So it makes it even scarier. Well, I and think. then
0: recently you've heard like, you know, in the last year or so you've heard, oh, this is just like the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm. Right.
1: I know that's my first thought with, uh, with COVID. I'm like, oh no, we have a disease spread around the world. Like how long does it start turning people into zombies?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all thought that. And it was actually 2002. 2002 was when it got released okay yeah
1: that makes sense yeah, yeah. if they're shooting right around 9 11 would make sense at 2001 it yeah. makes sense that it came out in 2002 but it's just my probably my favorite thing about horror films I mean I enjoy I love a good you know the good kills the good splatter gore stuff like that but I love atmosphere yeah <clears throat> and the, the next movie we talked about too has a lot to do with atmosphere as well but this one just does it incredibly well they did some really smart filmmaking I mean they had to do a lot with a very little like i said they weren't going to shut down london for them for an extended period of time right so they do it in the morning before the commute started and they had to dress the sets fast they had to shoot it fast but they did it really smart by shooting all these wide
0: shots to put you in the location that's really cool so just looking at some more notes here uh the top of imdb said 2002 uh the release date and the detail says june 27 2003 uh, hmm. It was a budget estimated of eight million dollars. It made 10 million in the opening weekend in both US oh, wow. and Canada. It grossed 45 million. Wow, which is incredible. And then it had a that was just in US and Canada and then the gross worldwide 85 million. Wow, that's what you call a successful franchise right? right? Which they would go on later to make uh, you know 28 days 28 uh, weeks later. Well, they made 28 weeks later and then they made 28 months later, right Did they actually make 28 months later? Uh, I remember hearing, I've heard for a long time
1: that they were going to make it, but I didn't think they ever actually did.
0: Uh, Actually, I have a poster here and I'm seeing it and there's no information. So they did not, they did not make 28 months later.
1: But 28 28 weeks later was not bad as a different director. It wasn't Danny Boyle and it was okay. It didn't, uh, I don't think it kind of reached the same um, heights that 28 days later does. Right. Um, it's, it's, It's an interesting movie, but 28 Days Later was actually fairly groundbreaking, I think.
0: I agree. I just, like I said, I remember seeing it when I was really young, and I just remember being super scared. I also remember it like looking really weird. Hmm. Like it's very, it's very That's noisy. That's because it's in England. <laughs> I didn't understand the buildings. Everybody drove on the opposite side of the street. Yep. I'm like, why would they do that? I don't that? understand weird the choice. accent. Are those zombies? Uh, <laughs> no, what I mean is like, it's very noisy and film grainy and like yes. kind of handheld. And it's obviously that way for a reason. Right, uh, right.
1: And probably shot on film, I would imagine. It, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. But it, I mean, those, those sort of low grade, it makes me think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. The original one shot on very kind of like low quality film stock, but it gives it almost yeah. like this documentary feel, which again, like are super good. For like bringing out the the heebie-jeebies in you,
0: very cool, very cool opening. Can I talk? Yeah, let's talk about uh, your movie. Okay, um, well, you like this movie too because I think the I last do. time I watched it was with you. Yeah, I remember seeing movie. this in theaters and just being like. That was so cool. It's so cool. It's It's such a a fun movie. This is called Cabin in the Woods, and it's uh, everything that you expect it to be, and then it's not. Yeah. uh, In a good way. Five teenagers head off for a weekend at a scheduled cabin in the woods. They arrive to find they are quite isolated with no means of communicating with the outside world. When the cellar door flings itself open, they, of course, go down to investigate. Man, this sounds really cliche, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It's a very, very standard horror movie setup. I mean, it's Evil Dead. Yeah. And uh, they find an odd assortment of relics and uh, curios. Curious. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say curiosities. Okay, but I think that's short for. That's it's basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I've never said that. I don't think I will ever again. So, but when one (laughs) when one of the women, Dana, reads from a book, she awakens a family of deadly zombie killers. However, there's far more going on than meets the eye. And it just right from then, that is the most typical movie yeah. plot I've ever seen. If that's all I knew about the film, I would say, wow, this is a ripoff from Evil Dead 1, 2, right. and everything else right. that and we've seen. And it's very smart. And it, yeah.
1: we, you know, when you first see the setup, you're like, again, you're like, oh, boring, normal, horror right. movie setup. And then what they do from there is so, so smart. Uh, if
0: you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, there will be spoilers. Just letting you know. Yeah. Uh, skip ahead if you can. By the way, this was a 2012 South by Southwest Film Fest debut. So yeah. the first time people are seeing this is at a film festival in let alone South by Southwest. That's right.
1: cool. and this movie was uh, it was shelved for a long time. Like yep, it, was made, it was. It was. It was made when Chris Hemsworth was a nobody. Joss Whedon was somebody, but he was still kind of having to struggle to to get the budgets and stuff that he wanted to. He did like and
0: Buffy and Justice League and the yeah. Avengers, right? Yeah, Buffy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and I'm a big, big Buffy fan, and he did some amazing work on that. But um, by by the time the movie came out, I, I think it was shelved for like two or three years or something like that. And by the time it came out. Uh, Chris Hemsworth had done Thor, and so suddenly they're like, oh, we have like this name actor. Right. And I think that's the only reason it actually got released, not because it's such a good movie, which is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And yeah. he
0: actually did really good in that. Oh, he's awesome. I mean, oh, he's Chris Hemsworth is hilarious. Yeah. That's the best thing about him actually, is how funny he is. <laughs> there, and there's a there's a really funny like y- y- they set these characters up so well. There's like yeah. the sexy girlfriend, the stoner jock. guy yeah, the stoner guy. I mean yeah. it's just very typical. But man, the Stoner guy is so funny. He's so funny. He's so funny. He's so funny. He he reminds me of Shaggy Man from oh, totally. the, I mean that's kind I of
1: would be, I would be really surprised if he, he wasn't actually like kind of based based off that because he's, yeah. like, he's a big old you know it's always talking about how Shaggy was a total pothead yeah. and like this guy is very like overtly a pothead, like sure. that's his part of his character. I think thing he even wears like, like
0: a green shirt or yeah, something. Yeah. the it. first scene, he has like yeah. this collapsible bomb. It looks like a coffee cup. Yeah. And yeah, he, that's what it is. And yeah, he's yeah. like, no one will ever find it, and it extends. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. So funny. Like just like you're like, all right, at least it's funny at the start, you know. But they're also
1: like these these kind of tropey characters, yeah, like right. the the type that you expect. You no, know, yeah, you have the the dumb guy that doesn't have a girlfriend, and then you have all these other like super sexed up hot people. Right. And so they make again what seem like these very kind of stock horror characters. Right. So again, what they do with it. It, that's so cool. Yeah.
0: Again, setting it up to be very typical and, and it's not. So here's the breakdown of where things kind of get It's uh, different. Uh, right. What this movie does is it mixes a whole genre of horror. You've got zombies, beasts, clowns, demons, dolls, twins, witches, mummies, brides. I mean, you literally have your, it's everyone's biggest fear in basically these containers. And all right. And I'm going to, this is where we're going to start really kind of spoiling. spoiling yeah. Yeah. So that's the breakdown of of why I think I like it so much. Because I've never seen a film that mixed everyone's biggest fears. Right. Because there's things that I saw in that movie where I'm like, why would that? And then I see something else. I'm like, that's pretty scary, you know? And it would be the opposite for someone else. And not only that, these characters are choosing their fate. Well, in a way. Someone else is choosing their fate. But these characters are really letting X know about what's going on and how they're gonna get killed. Explain to me, to me what that X is.
1: Yeah, so, and this is what I like about it. It, it kind of makes fun of and deconstructs the horror genre right. by, you know, when you watch a horror movie, especially like a cliche horror movie, like there's these events that happen and characters do stupid things that just kind of drive them right in the situation. Well,
0: in this case, there is a whole team of people underground led by these two guys that are hilarious. Yeah. Um, then, oh, just to, real quick to give you a, a visual, and I'm sorry that I don't have their names, but it's the uh, asshole from Billy Madison. Yes. And it's also the dad from Step Brothers. Yes. Yeah. That's so right. those both are both, t- both great character actors. And I wish I could remember their names right hilarious. now because they both do an incredible job. If only there was a place. Um, if
1: only there's some sort of internet movie yeah. database. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what's, so it turns out there's a whole team of people underground underneath this cabin that are pulling the levers that are controlling events. Yeah. And so when you watch a horror movie and you're like, Oh, why would that happen right now? Like this gives it a reason for it to happen. They gas them
0: and they make them like hallucinate yeah. and, and pass out. And then they're and betting like on the sides. And
1: they're betting on the side. So they and see all
0: this in the, ca- the cabin is basically hardwired. Yeah. They have cameras all yeah. in it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and
1: underground it's, it's very, uh, technological like things. Yeah. yeah. Except for at the very bottom when it turns out there's like a demon. They're trying to like do a human sacrifice for, but what's so cool about the guys underground. This is probably my favorite part is the movie actually starts with them, Mm -hmm. but you don't know who they are. They seem like they're these kind of typical bureaucrats and some sort of big organization. You don't know what they're doing. They're like driving around cracking jokes and being funny and then the title card comes up and just like slaps on screen real quick. Right after they say something really stupid, I remember what it was. Yep. And it's like,
0: <laughs> and it's like bloody, yeah, it's like
1: bloody. And then it goes to setting up the the characters the that go to the cabin in the woods. And yep. so you do, like you kind of forget about who, these two dudes. Mm-hmm. And then later on, once they start to venture underground they start to
0: run into this team of people and it's like, these guys they're, are doing this. They're the ones behind it. So yeah. it's Richard Jenkins and it's yes, Bradley, Wh- Jenkins. And Whit- and Bradley Whitford.
1: Yeah, and Bradley Whitford also was the um, dad in Get, Get Out. Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he Bradley was. Whitford's great. He's, they're both great. He's
0: incredible. He's been awesome since the Billy Madison days. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just funny that that's how I remember him. I know, right? Yeah, so again, everything's happening underground, but what was really cool visually for me, and this is the scene we're going to break down, is they have basically this elevator system that's shooting these demons or your biggest fears up into the cabin to get rid of of the character, right? So you have this whole, like, block system. It's essentially like Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. It can oh, yeah. go 360 degrees, um, and you see all of these. But there's this shot, uh, and it's when the two remaining characters, it's the main female, mm-hmm. and it's the stoner guy, and they're getting... Down, they, they found the cellar and they go and explore and they drop down and then they see this pinhead hellraiser looking dude right. and he's holding the thing and they realize they're screwed. And then that is when they visually, they they realize they're trapped. They're also now in one of the boxes that the horror characters are in. right So it's just, and so they, they need a human. They, they're sacrificing right. more humans for yeah, this I, bigger thing. I believe they're trying to like squeeze the fear out of them. Right. Yeah. And then sacrifice it's like, like, something like that. Yeah. It's like monsters Inc but not as cute. Let's watch this cabin in the yes. woods scene. This is the very ending scene. It's five minutes. I'm going to skim it. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so werewolf. So they're they're down in this elevator, and then there's a werewolf. That's the first thing they see. So they're like, geez, what is this? You know, like, what is actually happening? Now we got some demons, some ghosts. Yep. Spooky. So they're essentially in this glass box. So... Imagine being in a glass box and every angle different things are coming at you. Yeah, and they're all moving around. Yeah. It's like this weird like cube system with yeah.
1: horizontal, vertical. Now
0: there's a little girl and she turns around and a oh, big old, old my scary, God. scary mouth for her face. Uh huh. That's definitely not my daughter. <laughs> and then she turns around and looks at this Hellraiser looking oh, at her. Oh, yeah, head, you know, dude. like saw blades sticking out of his head. Yeah. It's kind of jumping around on its own, though. I was going to say, I
1: wonder if that's actually kind of. So.
0: Eddy- it just jumped around on its own. Uh, but this is the shot. So I, I'm seeing like scorpions and twins and like a shark. and Kind of like everything that could scare anybody. Every they had to have at their disposal to scare them with. Yeah, it's basically an arsenal of horror characters. Mm-hmm. And But it has this like big zoom out shot. And I actually have seen how they film this. There's a behind the scenes that I'll throw in. Uh, in the description as well but it was basically a green screen box and it was compiled in as you can imagine right but, but it was just really cool to see all the characters in on the studio day like kind of shifting through, totally uh the set it was it was fun and the the other thing that i
1: love uh so much is it's like a fall fo- i think it's one of the following scenes where i think they shut down
0: power to the whole facility and right. all the
1: elevators open and everything comes out and it just turns into mayhem so it's
0: right here. is that this right here? so that's what i was about to say exactly so yeah, they unlock... I think they pressed the wrong button. I think they yeah, pressed the... Yeah. So there's these people shooting at them, which are the... They're trying... That's the company that these guys right. run. But they just press an, a button that literally lets... Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> just bull. Oh, my it's God. Like,
0: dude, there's snakes, there's werewolves, there's zombies. There's it's so good. Dude, that was cool. I remember when
1: I watched that the first time, I just like started cackling yeah. I thought it
0: was the funniest most awesome thing I'd ever seen and I think it's so funny <laughs> and the zombies are still eating them I think it's funny just because it's this <laughs> <laughs> chunk of flesh just falls it's from the just, ceiling this doesn't exist and here they come again and then because that cycle of <laughs> boxes right. keeps opening so right. it's a really smooth way of killing off the main character uh, and it just shows them all getting attacked so scorpions uh, kind of like stranger the Pur- oh, stranger yeah. things purge looking dudes we made it
1: way before the purge, though.
0: Exactly, yeah. it was before the purge. So just kind of like that white baby mask, uh, just a very fake large cobra. Um, and it's now it's showing security cam footage of like all of the workers oh, like, getting the evil killed. surgeons. Yeah, they're all getting killed basically yeah. from their own issues. There's a big bat. Anyways, it's kind of satire-y, but it's also like really really cool and fun and different yeah. and I just remember like it kind of it kind of does that thing where you're like oh this is so fake that like uh, my wife watched this uh-huh. because she it felt so fake okay um at the end right right the middle of the movie is pretty still pretty scary yeah but, but um once this scene happens it like I said at the start it just goes from setting up a typical horror film to doing something that I've never seen in yeah, my a life clown. and I still haven't seen it yeah there's clowns Lady shooting the clown. There's What is the <laughs> a horse? A unicorn? A unicorn <laughs> <laughs> unicorn stabbing <laughs> a guy into a wall. More more, more characters. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: it's kinda like no. the like the grudge sort
0: yeah. of sort of a young girl. Yeah. So this clip, these are hopping around a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'll. I'll put yeah, I think this. it's. I think it's actually intercut with something
1: else during the movie. Yeah. And so I think these are just these scenes all all spliced together.
0: To you get the point. Yeah. I just think it's really fun and different, and they mix like this kind of crimey like yeah. uh, genre of just there's just a lot of blood and. Again it breaks up that uh, feeling of realism yeah that, that, that the start of the movie kind of even though it was cliche yeah. it still could feel kind of real it's, it's,
1: a, it's a very uh, interesting like deconstruction of, of horror movies and like kind of what makes them tick and yeah. tries to give explanations for the more un- more unbelievable things in horror movies yeah. in terms of, like timing and stuff like that <laughs> attention to the crew of the commercial vessel nostromo a word of warning a word of warning a word of warning warning. aliens coming this summer to a theater near you.
0: Let's talk about a film as a whole. So, yes. But I I there's probably a scene we could break down, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's there, there's something we can talk about a little bit more, but um I think probably one of the best horror films ever made, again, of course, it was in the 70s because 70s had the best horror films is Alien, the first one.
0: Don't 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 hate me.
1: <laughs> Drew has not seen Alien, which yeah, I just found out and it kind of blew my mind because it is like it's one of the classic I mean, I'd put it right up there with oh, for know, sure. Halloween and I, stuff is
0: I agree. No, I've, i I was getting aliens confused with Alien. And and Aliens really isn't a horror movie. It's about it, but Aliens is an action movie. Right. And I
1: mean and I mean Alien is one of the best horror movies ever made. Aliens is actually one of the best action movies ever made, I think. Yeah, um, James Cameron style. But it's not it's not scary. It's more it's more about shooting stuff up. The what, first Alien was a very was a total different story than what, that. What year was that made? Uh the first one? Yeah. Uh seventy nine, I believe. Okay. And then Aliens, I think, was eighty six. Okay. And that was long that
0: was way before me. Right, right. Yeah. I mean
1: I mean the yeah, the first uh Alien came out when I was a year old. A year old, so, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw it was actually an edited version on TV when I was probably eight years old. Gotcha. Because <laughs> uh, my parents loved it. But so what makes the first Alien such an incredible horror movie, I've, I've heard it referred to a lot, and you, if you Google it, you can find several, several articles about it. This is not like a, some fringe like theory about it. Uh, people call it uh, a haunted house film in space. Okay. And there's there's several reasons for that. You know, typically, you know, haunted house movies are actually usually more about you know the house itself, like Amityville Horror. a haunting of Hill house, stuff like that. It's about the house. Okay. Right. And, and an invader that comes into the house. And although even oftentimes in haunted house movies, and this is where this differs a little bit in haunted house movies, it's usually uh, something from the history of the house. Like it's former residents that has like spirits, right? Spirits. Yeah. Someone that has lived there and, Mm -hmm. and uh, sinned in some way and is now dead and caught there. And, and, and now haunting the people that live there, so <coughs> they are invaders because they're invading. You know, you you move out of a house or you die or whatever. It is no longer your house. It's the people that move into there. Correct. So it's these new people's house, and they're being invaded by people that used to live there. Oh, Whereas uh, Alien is the haunted house is the spaceship Nostromo, and um, they're literally being invaded by a foreign you know entity, which right. which is the alien. Um, it has got Sigourney Weaver, right? Yeah, it has got Sigourney Weaver, and it's funny because she you know is when people think of of alien and aliens like they think of Sigourney Weaver yeah. uh, whereas you know in in aliens and past that she is absolutely the main character in alien you don't really know it's much more of an ensemble uh than the rest of the movies like she's one of the characters and you don't know until the end when she's the you know the final girl basically that she is the main character yeah. and so you don't know you know, like, again, like the best horror movies, you don't know who's going to survive this. And here's what makes it a horror film specifically is, you know, in, in in the best horror movies, I think it's when it's what you don't see that's scary. Right. Yeah. And so kind of mm-hmm. like
0: that intro of 28 days later. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. You're wondering what's, uh, yeah. what do what you not see? Lots of suspense. right. Like Jaws, you know, yeah. and Jaws was on, on accident. I think we've talked about this a little bit and you, mm-hmm. uh, again, there's a million things you can read or, or listen to or watch that talk about this, about how like they had problems with the mechanical shark and they planned on showing it a lot more but they weren't able to, and that actually made it better. Mm-hmm. And so, and this actually came out, see, Jaws was 77, I believe. So, yeah. you know, definitely right in the same same territory, but this was done on purpose where they didn't show the alien very much. First, you know, one of the first things that happens, they find the ship that has all the eggs, guy gets a face hugger on him, and uh, it's, it's John Hurt. I can't remember the the character's name, but the actor is John Hurt. And he's incapacitated with this face hugger on him for a long time. They don't know what it is. And again, you have to remember, this is, the first alien movie, people didn't know what this stuff was yet. Right. So they're watching, there was no internet, you know, the people, all they really had was the poster with a big egg that said in space, nobody can hear you scream, (laughs) you know, like that's all they had. And so they didn't know what to expect. So this guy's laying there on the table. He has this face hugger. They think, oh gosh, this guy's going to die. And then this face hugger just kind of dries up, dies and falls off. And so they're all excited. And I think this is the scene that since you haven't seen it, I want to show you this scene blind, yeah. and this is the first introduction of. I, of,
0: I will uh, say I have seen like bits and pieces of Alien, like I definitely right. have, that's how I knew Sigourney Weaver was in it. Right, I have no idea. I've never seen this. Yeah, and you said you were like, "Do you want to watch it before?" And I go, "No, I want this to be my real reaction." Yeah, yeah, so, this will be
1: cool. And there's a lot of things, and I'll uh, probably mostly talk about some of the stuff after we're done watching. It's not the, it's not the longest scene, but there's plenty of like talking. So it's
0: two minutes, and it's a table scene. Yeah, so let's, let's watch this real quick. Cool. So that's
1: John Hurt right there, taking the space salad, I think. <laughs> space spaghetti, I think. Oh no. Get some decent food. You can dig man. I'm eating this. So like, oh man, they're so happy this guy's alive. They thought he was gonna die. Uh-huh. It's not else but, uh, right oh, now. that guy. <laughs> you know
0: i getting anxious, dude. don't want to talk. Oh no. Yeah. And
1: so suddenly John Hurt starts like kind of like choking a little bit.
0: The <laughs> food what? Jesus almost looks like an exorcism. What are they trying yeah, to do right yeah. now? They're covering his mouth? Yeah, they think he's
1: having like a seizure or something like that. Oh, they're yeah. trying to get his tongue. Yeah, so they're trying to keep him from biting off his tongue. They don't know what's going on with him. Oh, no. And also, just blood just shoots out of his chest. Oh, no.
0: Oh, that- oh, my God. And then just
1: blood sprays everywhere as this alien pops out. What the fuck, dude? He's still in the back, in the background. there, just like, Shaking. like convulsing. Oh no! Don't touch it! Don't touch
0: it! That noise, dude. <laughs> yeah, that part's kind of funny when it runs off. <laughs> that was totally an RC car. To- right? Yeah, oh, yeah. But I'll bet it was. Yeah, yeah. It totally was. So, yeah. Man. Man. So- right that was kind of intense oh dude it's grody and yeah. hey, again it's grody. you have to put yourself in the shoes of somebody that
1: in, in seeing this in 1979 and having no like no expectation for what's going to happen yeah uh, like we hadn't seen something that bursts out of it and so that face hugger lays an egg in his chest and then it explodes out of him uh,
0: you know how do you sleep at night
1: seriously so there, there there's several things with that scene that it's I think is, cool. is interesting to talk about so I'll go back real quick too. that's cool Um, it's cool right yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. like seriously you need to watch like you, I think you'll oh, really I like the movie I'll it's, watch it this week What what, ma- what makes uh, the rest of the movie is so scary like I said um, so you see this tiny little alien burst out of the guy's chest super violently and everybody's like what in the world and, and then it runs off right and so they know they have this little alien running around on their ship and they're like well we gotta like find this thing it could damage stuff or whatever and also it killed you know our buddy <laughs> yeah but so you go a long time after this without seeing the alien again and again they think they're hunting for a small alien and the next time it shows up again it's all kind of hidden in shadow there's like these it's the the set's very reminiscent. The the spaceship is kind of like a big old gothicy looking you know house of horrors. Right. You know there's like water dripping from the ceiling. There's chains hanging down, and then this massive alien shows up with huge teeth and a sharp tail, and it's terrifying. Right. And he shows up for a second. Kills somebody and disappears again. Wow. So this, this ship is so labyrinthine that it's like, it's going around in air ducts and just hiding everywhere. And they're just like, they split up in, in individually and are trying to find it. And so you don't see very much of the alien in this movie. Wow. Um, until, until it shows up at those, those pivotal points. And then it's showing up as an adult so quickly. I mean, cause it's like, I mean, I, th- I want to say it's less than like four or five hours from going from like a baby to full grown. Jeez. So it happens really, really fast. So you're not expecting this huge alien.
0: And it, they're they're in space, like so they can't escape. That's the uh, that's the other thing right. about it
1: being a uh, a haunted house. Like you watch uh, again, like Amityville Horror or something like that, or Poltergeist. The the big conundrum is like, well, if this house is haunted, just don't stay in there. Yeah. Well, they don't really have a choice here because outside is space. And they can't go anywhere. And they're and can't run. The, you can't run. And in space, nobody can hear you scream. Uh, that's just true. <laughs> all their options have some percentage of certain death to them. Right. And as a matter of fact, staying on the ship probably has their high, and fighting the alien is their highest chance of survival. Um, where if, even if they try and get in an escape pod, and I'll talk about this in a second, there's still no, you know, I'll just talk about it right now. Um, you know, they get in a in a, in a uh, escape pod to leave, they're still isolated out in the nether regions of space. These guys are, these are not astronauts as we kind of know them as like scientists and fighter pilots. Yeah. They look kind of, they look different. They're space truckers. Like, so their ship is meant is for salvage. They haul other like dead spaceships around. Yeah. And so they're, they're not like these, you know, uh, like I said, extremely smart scientists and like these big brains, like one of them, one of them is an Android, but the rest of them, they're just, they're truckers, you know, they're, they're blue collar, you know, working people. And so, you know they're they're out here they're isolated in the middle of the space and even at the end when Ripley gets away in her escape pod well first of all the alien like hitchhikes along with her she thinks she's gotten away from it but it it has managed to get inside her escape pod as well and then when that's revealed in there it's also terrifying cuz first of all you don't know it's in there and then it's these like stroby flashing lights and yeah. this big hulking dark mass it just kind of comes up and they're so like kind of um serpenty looking. Like they it's hard to kind of discern their I, shape. They're slithery. They have a very long
0: face. Like yeah. I've seen like the action figures of a yeah. predator, like a standing, you know, like yeah. You mean an alien? I said predator. You I did. meant alien. Yeah. Alien versus predator, bro. right. Uh but no like the longer face alien. Yeah. Like I know exactly what yeah. what you mean. So I, I feel bad because I can't, like, banter with you right. uh, about this because I haven't seen it. No, no. But I can relate because uh, everything you're saying, I've actually experienced. Right, for sure. I mean, uh,
1: it's, the alien is very, um, very woven into... Well, uh, it is, in our culture. Into our culture. But
0: so. I've, I've experienced it in, in person. Mm. So, in 1995... <laughs> <laughs> Are you abducted by aliens? <laughs> yeah. No, listen. In 1995, Disney World built a ride called Extraterrestrial Alien Encounter. Oh. Now, it's very similar to Aliens, and it was going to be originally named, uh, like, Nostromo, which is a reference to the spacecraft, space oh. right? Oh, yeah. Nostromo, yeah. Nostromo is, is the, Nostromo the, is the thing, right? Yeah. So they were going to name it Nostromo, and they were going to relate it to Aliens, like the movie, like what you're talking about. Well, the alien itself looked just like that. However, they did not by the license for the film, because it was rated R. So long story short, I've experienced exactly what you're talking about. There was glass, there was blood, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking at Disney World. And the reason I say blood and scary, it was the scariest ride Disney World has ever built. I know I'm digressing, but the closing date was 03. So she wasn't open that long. She she had a runtime of about eight years. That's not great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, that's how scary it was. Everything you're describing to me, I'm relating back yeah. to this ride. Yeah, when I was and I was six, by the way, when yeah. I wrote it. What
1: well, is such an influential movie that? Yeah, obviously, like I mean, before this alien invasion movies were kind of kind of, well, not invasion, but in alien alien movies are they're, they're dorky and kind of goofball and stuff like that. This was one of the first like truly like scary like alien. Yeah movies it is you know? yeah um i would i want to go back real quick to that dinner scene because okay. one of the things they do in terms of filmmaking that's that's really good and it's a very 70s thing so they're sitting there they're having dinner and there's lots of Overlapping dialogue, like right? Banter, it's, yeah. it's like very like uh, like cinema verite, which is a big film snob way of saying like it's more kind of documentary feel, right? Like I, I imagine a lot of what they're talking about in there was actually ad libbed. You know, they're like especially one guy's uh, line about like uh, yep. rather be something. Yeah, he's you know, rather know, be. Like, it, like, dim, I'll dim, bet, yeah. I'll bet that that was not in Probably the script. Not. Like so, there's lots of overlapping dialogue. You know, they're happy that their buddy isn't dead and he's having a great time eating food. Yeah, you know, because he's been he's been in a coma for I think a few days or something like that. So. it's... It's just—it's a very smart way to set up a scene where something horrific like that happens. When like it kind of puts you, even though you're on a spaceship in the middle of space in the future, it kind of grounds you in reality a little bit before pulling the rug out from underneath you. That's yeah, that's very true. It's it's very Robert Altman, you know, um, like you know, huge cast of characters, people talking over each other, sort of thing. And again, it's a very '70s like way to do it, but it works really well in this scene. Sure. for for really pulling the rug out from under you.
0: No, I would agree with that. I feel like it's felt like a very normal dinner scene, besides the fact that it right. looked like they were in a spaceship. Right. Yeah. But it grounded you back, very good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. And then, nope. Not <laughs> yeah, so much. nope. Just kidding. There's going to be an alien <laughs> yeah. exploding out of somebody's body. And that guy's like, Oh man, he had just been saved or whatever. Yeah. Just, oh man, he looked rough, anyways. I but. know, right? What
1: uh, an incredible like group of actors, also though. I mean, you had Tom Skerritt in there, who I love. You know, he's from you know Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. I love, love Tom Skerritt. He's got the cool beard, a very '70s horror beard, like uh, like in um, uh, The Thing. You know, oh, Kurt yeah. Russell has his cool mm-hmm. '70s horror beard in there. Oh Man, we could have talked about the thing.
0: <laughs> I know that's I, actually I, what that reminded me of a lot.
1: You know, that was actually when we did the the first uh the first one of these. I actually did want to talk about the thing, and maybe we will at some other point because yeah. the thing it just it's been a little while since so I need to like refresh myself on it. But yes, I like I think you can put the thing and this like right next to each other. 100%. Like they're they're very much the same sort of movie, I and mean, they're they're in these confined spaces. And again, that's another thing with with a, a haunted house movie is that the the house. They're they're very close quarters. They're cramped. They're claustrophobic.
0: And you can leave too.
1: And you can and you can leave. Yeah. And that's so that is actually one of the big differences between Alien and Aliens is while Aliens has some close quarters, they're on a they're on a uh, at a colony in a colony on a on a planet, but they are on a planet. They can go outside, you know. That's whereas true. whereas in Alien, they are trapped on this. There's ship. a form of escape. There is a form of escape. It may not be the best, and they might still get killed outside. But there's still a big difference between being. Trapped inside somewhere and being hunted outside, right? right? Yeah, um, but for me, certainly the first one being the scarier option for sure <laughs> being hunted down. All, all that being said, Alien great horror film, a classic. I that, gotta go check it out that man. absolutely holds up, and you should absolutely watch it. And I think I just want to go watch it as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm already <laughs> so, yeah, me.
0: Yeah, I think I'm. Here, think yeah. I'm
1: gonna go watch uh, Alien. Yeah, you definitely should. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a classic. I think if you if horror is a thing you love, a, Alien is is absolutely essential viewing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That was that was super fun. I actually like doing those a lot. Yeah, I do too. They're Maybe really we'll fun. do some Hallmark Christmas films. Oh my God, please. No, yes. nope. I, no, no, no. Turning your Christmas mic movies. off. Turn no. your mic off right now. Tip. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> movies. <laughs> Aaron secretly loves Hallmark. I know it's been, it's not even before. a secret, honestly. Yeah, It's definitely not. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening and sticking around. Good news next Thursday. There's coming Thursday, actually. Yeah. Jump premiere, baby, October yeah. 28th at Bruby cinema pub. Check out jumpseatmovie.com You guys can buy shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and your tickets for the film. What else can they do? There's a promo code. There's a promo code. We'll
1: we'll put it in our description. Um, It'll give you guys, uh, being our loyal listeners, if you do happen to be in Salt Lake and want to come to the premiere, it'll give you a a little bit of money off of the ticket price, so you can come and see it. And for those of you that don't live here, we're going to come up with something after the premiere. We, we can't fully release the movie online, but we can show people. And since you guys have stuck with us and are listening to us, we want you to be able to, see it, especially since we've talked about it so much. Yeah, you know, like, 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 like you should be able to like look at it and understand, you know, what in the world we're even talking about. We'll get that up online and get you guys a way to watch that as well.
0: Yeah, and if you can leave us a review and a rating on your listening platform of choice. Yep, well, we always wait. like that. That's always fun. We'll be a thumbs up. And or, uh, yeah, again, appreciate you guys sticking with us. And we are going to. What are we gonna do next? You know, it's a good question. We've kind of like
1: uh, run the jump seat well dry. Yeah, we better jump the seat. Yeah, so I imagine we're gonna. Well, I, th- I think what we should do, we should find some some cool guests to come on. Mm-hmm. Um, And you know, honestly, like I love doing these these movie breakdowns. Yeah, I we'll keep doing a ton this. of fun. We'll so we'll do some of these, and we'll we'll change it up and do 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 some different genres. You know, the things like maybe how you know
0: Hallmark. Christmas movies definitely different. not alright <laughs> all right, guys happy Halloween be Bye, everybody. safe see you at the premiere spooky. Spooky. daddy 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 hurry I saw something scary son what's all
1: this screaming for you're gonna wake the neighbors next door daddy I think there's a spider on my floor is it will you squish it
0: you call me in here in the middle of the night to come into your room and destroy life
1: That's what they teach you in Sunday school The daddy is gross, he's got a million legs A billion eyes, a trillion
0: eggs Son, it's not disgusting, it's just reality Take a deep breath and appreciate life
1: Look how delicate his legs are Crawling across your bedroom floor Do you know the proper name? Arachnid! That's right We're living in a world that's full of creatures Big and small, hairy and spiny You're not the center of the world
0: how would you deal if a giant hand came out of the sky and decided to crush you? I guess
1: I'd be but Daddy, what if the spider heard me?